Welcome back into Morning Drive, ESPN 102.5, the game, fourth and final hour on a Monday. Nick Braden, D-Mace, Marquise with you. Coming up at 10 o'clock, we will hand the baton off to Darren McFarland, Willie Donick, and Chase McCabe for another edition of Darren Donick and Chase. And right now, one-third of that show is with us. Darren McFarland here to talk Preds for a couple of minutes. D-Mac, happy Monday. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, morning crew. How you doing? We are doing well. So let's uh, let's try to make sense of what we're seeing the last couple of games. You know, at one point we're looking at the Preds three and one. Since then, now a record of four and four, picking up a total of uh, I believe three points combined in the last four games, uh, and a couple of lethargic performances against lesser competition. What are you seeing with your eyes on the ice for the recent slide? Let me just say this, Nick. I got to give you a hats off on the little deep dive into Saturday night hockey with the Predators. I mean, look at you. You like that? Up with, He's got uh, no life, what? Darren. <laughs> Certified loser, Darren. Like, wow. I've got nothing that to was do. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate, but <laughs> those uh, stats were true. And yeah, it, it, in fact, I felt that way a lot last year. I was like, man, what is it about Saturday nights? Yeah. It doesn't seem like it ever comes together in uh in a w and certainly that's played out again this year uh you know it, it goes back to yeah i think you guys have already made some good points this morning when talking about the predators uh, i think Braden made a good point about look you can't play from behind all the time like it's nice and i remember last week i came on and told you guys like look this team is the best third period team in the league well that continues to be that way it's like not even close they have 19 goals in the third period, which is not even – second place has 12, which is great, right, which means you can provide comeback. You have that spark, that energy when you need it. But the problem is, kind of going back to what I said before, a lot of those cases it's because you're constantly battling back and from behind. And that's a recipe in an 82-game season for disaster. It's just going to end – poorly more times than not you don't want to be playing from behind all the time it's great that you have the firepower to come back and it's great when you do have those sweet victories like the washington capitals win when you're down two goals and you come back and get a big thrilling win over washington man it almost happened in los angeles but like i said in a body of work over 82 games if you're constantly playing from behind and playing catch up it's just going to get you now you know when you ask what concerns me right now, obviously, there still are no concerns on offense. Uh, right now, the power play, we talked about all last year at nauseum. Well, we're not talking about the power play unless we're saying really good things. To me, what's jumping out is something we've rarely talked about. Forget just like this little five-year window. Rarely talk about in Predators franchise history. They have always been good, for the most part, on the penalty kill. Uh, as a body of work is entire from franchise day one, to where we are, and the penalty kill has been a huge struggle this year. I mean, they are currently 30th in the league. I mean, there's only one other team, and that team is in their division that's worse than them at killing off penalties, and that's Winnipeg. So currently the Predators are operating at about 65% of killing off penalties. They've given up nine power play goals, which is tied for the most goals given up uh, power play-wise in the league so they obviously have to get better when they're down a man it's tough it's a tough job but like i said it's it's unfamiliar territory for us to be talking about a penalty kill unit that's struggling like this because um it's second to last in the league and they've always been traditionally very good over the years last year they were sixth in the league the year before that they were sixth in the league so they've done it at a high clip before for whatever reason it hasn't translated the first eight games eight games Three goals, 
three assists, six points. That is one Kyle Turris. What do you make it? What do you make of his play? Because he's he's really. It seems like he's put last season behind him. That was a pretty sweet goal Saturday night, wasn't yeah. it? Oh my god! <laughs> that goal to tie it up, that power play goal in the third period. There wasn't a lot there, and Kyle Turris still found it when he roofed it. And uh, yeah, Derek. I mean, look. If there's anybody, and here's just to peel the curtain back, because you guys experience this too. You get to have conversations with listeners, mm-hmm. and you, you get to you know tell people about stuff that we talk about on the air. And, and I kind of talked about it a lot last year about people don't understand that players, professional athletes, lose confidence. I mean, we all can lose confidence, right? We can lose confidence in what we do. Any job, you can lose confidence. And when you lose confidence, it affects how you operate, no matter what you do. And people think because you make millions and you play at the highest level, well, you're a robot. Like, you have no feelings, you have confidence through the roof, which you do. You have to have confidence through the roof to play at that level. But players lose confidence. It happens. Derek, you can speak on it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think you did. Yeah, he's you know? never you're lost it. He's never lost confidence no, ever, Derek. Uh-uh. Darren. Nope. It's never happened. You're not a great example, but you know you played with plenty of guys that lost confidence. <laughs> of course. Confidence. Well, DMAC, I, I'm a great example. I lose confidence every time my wife walks in the door at work at 5.30 p.m. I mean, I just, I just, shri- well, I just shrivel up. Well, it's, it's actually at 3.30 when, they get off, when the kids get off the bus. Yes. He, he goes from grown adult man to small child. Exactly. And then the wife just puts, it out of his misery, puts uh, him out of his misery when the wife gets Right. Home. Look at confident radio Nick, and then he goes home, Nick. I mean, it's two different guys, right? It happens. Absolutely. DMAC. So, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all about confidence, man. It's, he's got it back, and you get that swagger, and you start feeling it, and, and good things happen. Darren, great stuff as always. We'll see you coming up in less than an hour. Thank you. Sounds good, boys. Have a good final hour. You got it. Darren McFarland, of course, Darren Donick and Chase, Predators Radio Network. Yeah, it's true. 3.30, boom, confidence gone. 5.30, confidence way gone. I'm like, man, you are your confidence is on high when you leave here. It's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> and you get home, and then you look at the clock, and it says 3.25, and all of a sudden it starts to string. Like, <laughs> no, nah, as soon as he hears the door jangle. <laughs> no, he hears the brakes on the school bus. You know the, you know those brakes are always squeaky, you know? Like, you can hear the squeaky brakes of a school bus. And all he's of like, a sudden it's just. Here's that door he, open. He, straps up the, he, he buttons up the chin strap. <laughs> he tightens up his, his gloves. He's got the whole thing ready. Wow. Seven seven thirty p.m. Get in the fetal position. Start I, sucking my thumb. I'm done. I, I will say, uh, spending essentially every minute of the last weekend, forty eight hours straight, taking care of the kids. My my wife had some family stuff she had to do. I, I have an unbelievable amount of respect for people who uh, who are in childcare because I, I I got to about six o'clock yesterday and I I had no more nerve endings. They were all gone. Like everything was gone. And it, thank God the Titans won the game because I was sitting there watching the Titans game trying to keep two small humans from killing each other and I'm just going, please just stop them on fourth down here on third down, whatever it was. Uh, I have so much respect for people that take care of children. Um, it's a labor of love and man, it's it's hard. It is hard taking care take care of kids all by yourself for a long period of time. All right, let's open up the phones for the next segment when we come back. 615-737-1025. We will open it up. If you want Titans conversation, you can jump in. If you want to get back to the Vols and Bama from Saturday, Vandy, the Preds, 
Any direction you want to go is fine with us, 737-1025. Also, Broadway remains, as Braden, not to steal your phrase, Broadway remains undefeated. Oh, yeah. And my wife came home Saturday night with a big L. Oh, really? Big L. The only prediction I got right this How weekend. How are we just now hearing about this? <laughs> Give it to you on the other side. Oh, my God. I can't wait for that. But let me tell you about the internet right now. You need it almost every minute of the day. Hopefully there's some internet video of your wife out on Broadway. That would be great. Because, hey, you've got shows to stream, emails to reply to, and all those LOLs. Smash all those subscribe buttons for, you know, the Game Nashville app, for example. That's why you need Xfinity. You get the fastest, most reliable internet with gig speeds available, so you can get online and get down to business faster. And Xfinity delivers enhanced network security, so all your connected devices are protected. Get instant alerts when strangers are trying to hop onto your network, set curfews with parental controls, and pause your Wi-Fi at dinner time. That's Life with Xfinity, the best internet provider in America, according to speedtest.net. Now that's simple, easy, and awesome. Get started with Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement, or get four times the speed for just $10 more a month for 12 months, plus add enhanced network security. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay. Ends one Restrictions apply. New performance start at 25 megabits per second. Internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change after term. Regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. A story about Nick's wife when we come back. Wow. Don't go anywhere, Morning Drive. Nothing like a little chain smokers on a Monday, baby. That's I don't what, advocate that, wait, chain smoking, but... That's, that's what this is? That's what this is? This might actually smell worse than the actual chain smoking that you get in public sometimes. Well, yeah, chain smokers ruined my life last night, so I've got to... We'll, we'll get to that in a second, because... My goodness. I, I hate chain smokers. Yeah, I hate chain smokers as well, but... Well, I'm not going to lie, I do too. But like, but, but, like, not just the music group. I also hate the actual chain smokers, and then mm-hmm. I also hate... The band, too. But that's that's for different reasons. We'll explain later because your Broadway story sounds way better than my Broadway story. And, and you've said many times, Broadway is undefeated. Never been beaten. No human being can conquer Broadway. No. Nope. And, and justifiably so. This is just too much booze and the human body can only take so much. So uh, family in town came in Friday afternoon into Friday evening. They'll be here through Tuesday. Brother-in-law, his wife, their two daughters, wife's best friend. Uh, no in-laws, though. Mm-hmm. So um, they wanted to do, because, you know, they're, you gotta, you the, the, Broadway, you've they're tourists. You they gotta. wanted to do the, the whole pedal tavern. Kyle okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, they oh. wanted to do the pedal tavern. Whoa, 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 whoa. They did a pedal tavern. They did. So your brother-in-law was a woo girl? No, no. We stayed home and watched college football Saturday night with the kids. Smart man. While the wife and the two other friends and um, sister-in-law and best friend-in-law, whatever. So they're a, bunch went of woo, they were, they're a bunch of woo girls. Correct. Okay. So they go out, and I, I said, as soon as this was booked, weeks in advance, <laughs> I said, Kristen, I know you're going to get trashed. You're going to come home, and you're going to puke everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, keep in mind, Is I she went- okay with you telling this Yes, story? <laughs> she knows. Now, keep in mind, Saturday, I went one and five against the spread in college football. Uh-huh. I Which couldn't is... pick my nose. I couldn't pick my butt. <laughs> but if I got one prediction right, that is disgusting. it was that my wife would vomit. Uh-huh. And she came home Saturday night, and I'm telling you, the noises I heard and the smells that I consumed, like a, no human being should have to go through. It's like labor. She was useless on oh Sunday. Oh, my goodness. So she got destroyed. Now, keep in mind, I got to take them down. I dropped them off. They, they, uh-huh. they Ubered home. I drop them off downtown. Uh-huh. 
20 minutes before Michigan-Penn State kicks. Uh-huh. I am going 95 miles an hour back up 24. Tweeting, uh-huh. tweeting about I it, am like, I will not miss the kickoff for Penn State-Michigan okay. due to a stinking <laughs> pedal tavern. <laughs> <laughs> so all that plays out and everything. But apparently, so what time did they get home Saturday night? 11.30-ish. Oh, my God. That's not that late at all. They, they were, were only out for five, six hours. That's not that late at all. They're all trashed. I mean, it's just disgusting. <laughs> Did they all but, stay with you? But, uh, yeah, well, they stayed in different rooms, but I can still smell in here. <laughs> but now here's my question: uh-huh. I can smell. they they took an Uber home, or at mm-hmm. least that was the plan. Mm-hmm. They got into an Uber. By the way, my wife texts me. She goes, "What's what's our address?" <laughs> wow. I go, "Wow, that's, that's, really that Wait, that's like a Nick move, though." Yeah, she didn't know really the address. Trash. She was so drunk. Oh, uh, my God. So the Uber gets them, and apparently they make a stop or whatever in the Uber because she's, they're all throwing they're, up. Uh-huh. Oh God. Now, the Uber driver kicks them out. Oh, wow. Well, of course, because if you vomit in an Uber, isn't it like $100 or 200 Like It's a heavy oh, fine wow. if, you, if you puke in an Uber. So what happened? Where did, where did they drop them off at? So my bro- I don't know where they got dropped off at, but my brother-in-law, because I was like, I took them down. <laughs> you go get them. <laughs> I did my job. I did my job. Okay. Where, where did they get dropped off? I I don't know where they got dropped off. I don't have the specifics because I was you know too. Do do some do some digging for us. Find out where they got dropped. So your brother-in-law had to go pick them up. Correct. They're walking down Nolensville oh, wow. Road at eleven o'clock. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out here. Saturday. Okay, is Jim Harbaugh going to get a backdoor cover? Is Bama going to cover the number against Tennessee? I've got wives throwing up. Brother-in-law's <laughs> making car runs. You had an eventful weekend. I did. Oh. And it's the only pick I got right. And I got the over under on Michigan. You did. Uh, and I had in the Michigan back, did in fact backdoor cover, but you had downtown drama as well. I, I had drama yesterday, so I walked out of the Ryman last night at about eleven o'clock, maybe eleven fifteen or so, after the Jason Isbell show, the greatest songwriter of our generation, uh, doing his residency, and it there was. There were cars every lane and every spot on Fifth, on Fourth Avenue and Broadway, and all the way up to Korean Veterans was packed, completely stopped. So I have to find a ride home. Like I'm, I'm I walk out of the Rhyme and I normally just pull up the Uber app, jump in an Uber and go. Or downtown's actually the only place you really can just like hail a taxi, uh-huh. right? And, and so it, I live four miles, maybe five miles from downtown. It's not. It should be a nine dollar Uber at, at most, but because of these people. And when I say you people, I mean the band, the Chainsmokers, which mm. I did not oh, know. Okay. Was I'm a, glad you clarified that. Yeah, Thanks. which I did not know was a thing. <laughs> the I, band, the Chainsmokers. I've never heard of them. I don't know what they're doing. They're, I mm-hmm. guess they're at Bridgestone last night, and I guess people like them. I don't know. Uh, so it's just so dead packed. So I'm like, all right, I'll walk over the, the pedestrian bridge just to get out of the fray, so I can get an Uber. That's not it, the Uber charge thirty seven dollars to oh, go wow. to go five miles last night because of the Chainsmokers. Lord. And I'm going, okay, that's not going to work. I'm not going to do that. Just on principle alone, I'm not going to do that. So I walk over the Shelby Bridge, and I get over to the Titan Stadium. I'm like, all right, it should be, should be cheaper. $29. Why you just didn't get a scooter? That's, I almost, I, you, you know what? I almost, I saw one of the birds, and I was, uh-huh. like, I was like, if I could remember my password to my app, <laughs> I would totally get that bird scooter right now. And you're right, I would have done it, and it would have cost me maybe like five bucks. Uh-huh. To, so I just kept walking. I just kept oh, going. Wow. Now, it was a nice night. It was a beautiful evening. I got a nice little stroll in. I, got, I get over the interstate. I'm into my neighborhood. I get up to Woodland. I'm going to... So you had on walking shoes. I, oh, yeah. I had on, I had on my walking shoes. shoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was good. And, and so I just kept going. I keep looking at the Uber app, and it's like $37, and it's down to $29 at the Titan Stadium, uh-huh. which is so stupid because there's no game going on at the time. This is like 11 o'clock at night, uh-huh. and there's no traffic anywhere. 
to go four miles to my house. So I just oh keep walking. So I just keep walking. <laughs> just kept going. So you just walk home. So about eleven thirty, I'm almost at five points, which is uh-huh. like a good two like two miles from the Ryman. <laughs> so I've walked almost a mile and a half at this point, and it finally says seven dollars, eight dollars, or whatever for the Uber. I was like, finally. So I sat down. <laughs> and I said, I said, come get me now, boys. Come pick me up. And a really nice, wonderful guy picked me up, had a great conversation. And uh, I think I, you know, you know I, I think I would have been committed to the walk by then. It, I so was I was still committed. too. I was still it was a nice night. It, it was a nice night. It, I actually didn't mind it at all. And I love walking, so it doesn't bother me at all. I've walked from Titans games back to my house uh-huh. before, and and it's not. A, I don't. I don't mind a mile and a half walk. Whatever. Take a twenty minute walk. It's fine. But this was like a four and a half mile walk, so it just was a little too far. <laughs> so, so I got to, I was about two miles from my house, and I was like, no, I'm taking the $7 oh Uber. God, forget <laughs> this. <laughs> me, it's finally a reasonable price. Uh-huh. But, but $37 for a five mile trip versus $9 for a two mile trip? Like it just, it was so stupid. It was at, um, what, what do they call it? Peak um I don't know. Peak it, time? It, it must have been the chain smokers that did it. Yeah, it had to have hour. been the chain smokers that caused this because yeah. they must have jacked up their rates. Because there were so many cars downtown last yeah, night. Yeah, trying to get through downtown. It was insane. And la- last question. What do people do when you get in an Uber? Do you go front seat? I, I go, go back seat. Or do you go back seat? I go back seat. Back I'm seat. not getting in the front seat. I, Unless I, I have to. I feel weird on, in both places. Do you? Yeah, I see. So I feel weird. sit on the roof. <laughs> no, I don't twerk, <laughs> Twerk Derek, on okay? a roof. <laughs> uh, I feel weird sitting in the front seat because then I don't want to be like in someone's personal space in their car, like in their business. Yeah, I don't know you like but that. I I don't, but I don't seat. like sitting in the back seat because then I feel like, mm-hmm, you're my driver. Take me around. So, like, well, I, you are. I'm paying feel, for it now. <laughs> right, but it, but it feels a little like, you know, like, hey, driver, take me here. Like, So what you could do is. I feel a little weird in both places. Sit on the armrest, like one foot in the front seat, one foot in the back seat. <laughs> so I always ask. I go, uh-huh. where do you want, you know, front seat or back seat? What do you, what, what do you what's comfortable for you? Uh-huh. And he was like, wherever you want, man. So I just jumped in the front seat oh, and we okay. had a great conversation. Oh, cool. You know, <laughs> on, for, for that two mile, $7 ride. That should have happened. Because of the chain minutes. smokers. These damn chain smokers. You're all going to die, by the way. You're cha- you have chain yeah, smokers. You're all going to die. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Maybe we can throw the band in there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, update from the wife. Text message. We were dropped off at a gas station somewhere. <laughs> I was going to say, if she, was, if, she was that, if she was that drunk, though. Could have been a BP, could have been a MAPCO, who knows? Southern service. Oh, how, long, how, long, how long, did she I get can tell dog? you, how long did it take you, how much time did it take to, for your um, brother-in-law to get back? I'm a... Uh, close to 45 minutes. Oh, they were almost downtown. Ooh, so my so the only two they ways... Were either, they were either at 65 or at 24 yeah there's only two good ways or maybe nolensville road you might shoot down nolensville road to get to your house too so those are the three good ways to go to your house but like uh, they must not have made it very far yeah goodness gracious the uber just Mm -hmm. kicked them out (laughs) there's five drunk chicks walking down nolensville at 11 30 on a saturday night the best is i come down sunday morning at like 9 15 or so they're all laying on the couches in the living room like bumps on a log. Totally just <laughs> worthless human beings. Any mimosas? Um, I have a cup of coffee from me. You know, I went or made my coffee run to Starbucks. I come back and go, hey, uh, girls, you guys want some sangria? A couple shots of vodka? Anybody thirsty? Oh, what? No, you're not feeling it? No, no booze until Thanksgiving? Grown-up decision. Now you got to live with it. <laughs> You probably was. I feel great today. Oh my goodness! You're probably just so bad today, man. I it's I get in the business. Yeah, you know you you realize when you start making adult decisions, right? Like last night, I go again. I go to a Ryman show. I'm exhausted. I've had a stressful weekend, and I spent more on water than I did on booze. Like you know, you're getting old Mm. when you're like, I had one drink, 
and I had two bottles of water. <laughs> like that, that's You know you're getting old when you're starting to spend more money on water than you do on your drinks. All right, good stuff today. 615-737-1025 if you want to get in. We've had a lot of good Titans conversation, a lot of good stuff on the Vols. Vandy uh, mixed in a little Preds from the weekend as well. We'll do two things when we come back. We're going to go around the NFL, but we do have to touch on one of the biggest stories of the weekend from college football as well because one team that Derek Mason loves might have just ruined next Saturday for all of us. Back after this on Morning Drive. 931 back in here on a Monday. Good to have you in here. Morning Drive, ESPN 102.5 The Game. The big finish coming up at 945. Nick Braden, D-Mace, Marquise with you. Uh, we will get to the... Uh, do we want to go around the NFL first, or do we want to go to the college world first? Uh, go to the college world Go first. to college first. Okay. Uh, D-Mace, last week, Top 4 Tuesday. Yeah. You had the Wisconsin Badgers in your Top 4 for the playoffs. Yes, I did. And as a 30-and-a-half-point favorite this past week, they uh, lost to Illinois, who is coached by Lovey Smith, who is now morphed into Santa Claus. Yeah, the black Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw it two weeks ago with Georgia, South Carolina. Um, I don't know if Georgia was overlooking South Carolina, but they had turnovers. It just wasn't a game. Um, that Georgia thought they were going to play, especially at home, they lose. Uh, so that was the first big upset uh, when you're talking ranked teams, uh, top five teams. Fast forward a few weeks later, you have, um, you know, Wisconsin, who has the best defense in the country, uh, you know, coached by Jim Leonard, uh, who I played with. Um, he is a really yeah, sharp he's dude. he's really sharp yeah. guy. Um, Should be the head coach of Wisconsin. <laughs> he might be in a little while. Um, he's an arm of, of Wisconsin. Yeah. But, you know, they were setting themselves up for this showdown with Ohio State because you figure whoever wins that game more than likely go to Big Ten Championship and win and go to playoffs. Maybe, just maybe, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe they were looking ahead. They were up 20-7, to 7 and maybe they took their foot off the um, gas pedal. And say, hey, we got this. Our defense is fine. We got it. We can cruise on in and prepare for um, Ohio State um, the next following week. And they end up losing. Now, here, here is the part that makes it hard um, when you look at these two teams, meaning Georgia and Wisconsin. Georgia can lose and still, I believe, still if they run the table, they can get into the playoffs. Wisconsin, I think they're done. I, I really do think they're done because um, they would then have to beat Ohio State and then come back and win the Big Ten championship. Oh, by the way, Minis- then, oh, by the way, Minnesota's undefeated. Exactly. They'll play Minnesota's them in the undefeated week of the regular season. In, 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 in their conference. Um, I know they've already beaten Michigan, but I think they were looking ahead to Ohio State. Um, I don't think they have an opportunity, even if – they would have to run the table and win the Big Ten championship for them to have t- to be even mentioned yeah. in, in in a playoff yep. scenario. I think because they play in the Big Ten, because who they played, the loss against Illinois, which was a bad yeah, loss. And, and that, that was a bad loss. That is the key right there. The committee has shown us that you can lose a game. Mm-hmm. The committee has shown us that that it's okay. You know, Clemson has played in the national title game twice after losing to a four and eight Syracuse team and a Pittsburgh team. They'll t- it's okay. if Georgia loses South Carolina. South Carolina is not a terrible team. They're not great, mm-hmm. but they're not terrible. Illinois is terrible. Yeah, they were a thirty and a half point favorite. It is the second largest upset in the history of Big Ten football. Northwestern won a game as a thirty two point underdog in nineteen eighty two. That's how rare this loss mm-hmm. was. 
for Wisconsin. And I feel uniquely qualified to speak about this as someone who was born three generations in the city of Madison, Wisconsin, who was raised in a University of Wisconsin family. And I need to, I need to, I need this, you know how when you're in AA, you need like to call your sponsor, mm-hmm. you know, when you're having moments of, of trouble and you need mm-hmm. to call your sponsor to get to, to have a conversation so that you can kind of recenter yourself and, 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 you know, kind of stay on the, stay on, on the wa- on the wagon on course. I need one of those right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, my name is Braden. Mm-hmm. And Braden. I used to be a Wisconsin fan. <laughs> I've been clean since Russell Wilson in 2011 mm-hmm. lost on two Hail Marys mm. to Michigan State, your Spartans. Yeah, thanks, Kirk Cousins. Jerk. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Braxton and, and Braxton Miller with Ohio State, who also threw a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. That's the best Wisconsin team that's ever been assembled, and they still ripped out the heart of my family. I, that's when I hit rock bottom, and I knew that I had changed my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Since then... I've stopped rooting for Wisconsin, <laughs> and it has made my falls so much better mm-hmm. because every year I've got to face those demons. And yesterday, on Saturday, excuse me, Saturday was that day. Mm. It, I was more prepared to handle Saturday. Now, my, my 96-year-old grandfather might have died, but I, I, was, I was able to handle it because mm-hmm. I've, been on the, I've been on the Wisconsin wagon for almost a decade now, uh-huh. and I've been clean, and I've stayed clean, and it means I... Didn't get affected at all by what took place on Saturday when they lost as a 30-and-a-half point favorite to Illinois. That was that. My father was. I'm sure he was upset. I, I could not talk to my father on Saturday. He, he was like, don't talk to me. And that does not happen very often. Oh, wow. Especially, imagine my family, right? Well, because <laughs> listen, because they know that they've all but ruined their shot. A, you can't lose to terrible yeah. teams and still get into the playoff. You can't lose ugly in bad fashion. Well, that's what happened Ohio the State. They lost. You they got, got bull race. That, yeah, yeah, and that, that cost them. You give up 57 to Iowa, you don't get in. Mm-hmm. You get smoked by a 6-6 six and six Purdue team, you don't get in. You lose a close game, you know, it, it's it's very different. Like Michigan State got in, and they lost to a 5-7 and seven Nebraska team. Mm-hmm. But that's because it was a close game. You lose close games, the committee goes, okay, you're allowed one slip-up. Mm-hmm. You can lose a close game to South Carolina. And by the way, South Carolina would be like a two- or three-touchdown favorite over Illinois. Yeah, they would. So people on Twitter that are trying to tell me that these losses are the same is just ridiculous. So I'm sorry I needed that. Thank you, guys. Uh, you know, every now and then you got to call your sponsor and you need to re- oh, recenter and refocus. And, and that I needed that this weekend because I'm prepared for moments like this. Now, Brandon, how do you feel now? I feel, I feel cleansed. I feel better. Uh, maybe because I went to the bathroom during the break, but I, I <laughs> feel relieved. You didn't happen to run into my wife in there, did you? <laughs> she she was in the different bathroom, um, uh, but there were some bizarre noises coming from that other bathroom. Good, she deserves it. Uh, I All feel right. better. Thank you, guys. Let's go around the NFL, Hollywood. credit to the Ravens, and they're playing a lot of man-to-man defense. It's allowing them to stick with those complicated pass concepts. Third down and six. Try to go long first, and the pass is intercepted! Marcus Peters! And he scores! Extra offensive lineman. Jackson. First down, touchdown! Now, 
Uh, it's been a strange season for the Ravens because, I mean, they get wins against the Bengals and the Steelers and the Dolphins and Cardinals and everybody's like, oh, they're just beating up on bad teams, get a loss to the Chiefs, and then they lose to the Browns as well. But now they beat a team that quite possibly could have an MVP player in Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking about this Ravens team now that Ooh. they finally beat a contender? I, I mean, I think they're a good team. They're going to win the division. And, of course, you know, because this is the way life goes for Nick Kale on NFL Sundays, I laid the three and a half with Uh the Seahawks yesterday. It was one of my three picks. Russell Wilson, speaking of picks, has not thrown an interception all year. They're up 10 to 6, ready to make it, or up 13 to 6, I believe, ready to make it 20 to 6. And he throws a pick six to Marcus Peters that changed the whole dynamic of that game. Yeah, it did. They they had some fumbles, Uh, they had turnovers in that game. Um, and but but here here's the story of that game, man. Again, um, you know what what Lamar is able to do. He's he's basically Michael Vick 2.0. That's just what he is. His ability, he throws it well to the tight ends. Um, he needs he's getting better with all the other stuff, but he throws it well to the tight ends in the middle of the field. But he's dynamic. When he has the ball in his hand and he's running, he becomes the 12th or 13th man on the field. And you have to cover sideline to sideline when he has the ball in his hands. Is this one of those things where two things can exist? Like when I watch the Ravens play, like clearly Lamar Jackson is the end, is the guy that makes that engine go. Of course. If it was still Joe Flacco, I don't think the Ravens would be five and two. That being said, I still have my doubts about Lamar Jackson long-term longevity-wise. I think it's fair to ask questions about what, what does it look like in a defensive showing in the playoffs where the Chargers, last year when the Chargers had all their healthy pieces and were a very good defensive team, mm-hmm. totally shut him down in the playoffs. Now, that was his first year, but then there's tape on him now too. So it goes back and forth. Like We'll just see and I, listen, enjoy the ride. Let's just enjoy watching him play right now. He's up to a whopping 63.3% passing. I never would have thought that. Which is better than Louisville. Yeah, exactly. He was no, in the 50s at yeah, Louisville. So I, if he can stay at that 60, yeah, mid-60s, it's going to be hard to beat them. Yeah. They're a good team. Now, I, I would not to, not to be a hater on Lamar Jackson, uh-huh. but I would love to know of that 63, 64%, how many of those are high percentage throws? Because Marcus last year yeah. was 68%, but everything was 10 yards and in. Yeah, I, I think, listen, he's, he's eighth right now in the NFL in rushing. Mm-hmm. As a, oh, he should be in the MVP as, consideration. As a quarterback. Yeah. So, and, and his yards per carry is off the charts. Mm-hmm. He's so, averaging 7.7 7 yards per pass. I don't know where that ranks at that's, in the NFL. That's, a, that's probably top third. That's where Marcus normally uh-huh. was in his career. His yards per carry on the ground, though, mm-hmm. Is off the charts. Like the other guys that are in his range, like seventh, eighth, ninth, and rushing, they've got 110, 120 carries. He's got 69 carries. He's averaging almost twice as many yards per rush as the other guys are, which means he's picking up like eight, nine yards a, a carry. For Daryl Patterson with some running room, and look out. The big fellas across the 50. He's inside the 30. Breaks a tackle to the 10. Patterson goes the distance 102 yards. Throw to Hill, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. The Saints, man, they just keep on winning. Keep on winning. And this is without Jared Cook. This is without Alvin Kamara. This is just Teddy Bridgewater. And 
a bunch of other guys that you probably have never heard of, but they're winning games. And All that guy does is win and cover. Exactly. It's unbelievable. And so I'm going to ask you guys, and obviously Aaron Rodgers had a big game last night too mm-hmm. against the Raiders. Is it safe to say that the Saints are the best team in the NFC right now, even without Drew Brees, who's coming back? Um, no, I mean, I think between Saints, Packers, 49ers, I think there's a handful of really top-flight teams. Uh, but I think clearly Matt LaFleur is the greatest coach in NFL history. Yeah. So, I think if you saying. look at, you know, where this offense is at, um, losing uh, Drew Brees, you know, for these many weeks, I don't think many people thought they would, you know, be in a the position they're in now. So you can say based upon losing a Hall of Fame quarterback, yeah, they are the best team in the in NFC. Now, San Fran fans might have a you know bone to pick with that, or, or they, even Green Bay, but they have been able to do this without their Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, there's no question. Yep. Jimmy G now 15-2 and two as a starter. They're doing it ugly, though, too. Like Yesterday, yeah. yesterday was a bad, rainy game, yeah. but they were doing it. Uh, they're running the football. and I, I love the line from Shanahan where he said, I, I want, I can't remember the exact quote, but he basically was like, I want coaches to be terrified of our running game and and having to scheme and prepare because mm-hmm. then he can do all the other stuff in the offense. Yep. I mean, you look Niners, Saints, Packers in the NFC. You go to the AFC with the Patriots, Bills, your, your Colts. Boy, your boy, by the way, since apologizing, Kirk Cousins has been spectacular. Yeah. Hey, thank you for so. giving him a vote of confidence. Man. No problem. It's your fault. I know the second I yeah, bet, I, I, lot, dude. The you second like I the second I bet on Kirk Cousins, he'll go back in the tank. You like that? But can, you as, like that? As a Packers fan, could you bet on him now today? Please. Whatever you need to do, I'll, I'll bet on it, and it'll go the opposite way. I just like Russell Wilson was an MVP until just, yesterday. Just bet on the Vikings, of course, because I bet on him. Blame please. it on yourself and Zach Brown. That's why he's doing so well now. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> and Teron Davenport's in the studio with Marquise right now. The Eagles, embarrassed last night I by the Cowboys. I told you they was going to get beat down. How about this number? Since they won the Super Bowl, 13-12. and 12. Mm. 500 teams since winning the Super made, Bowl. Made the playoffs last year, though. I know. I think that Doug Peterson thing might be wearing off just a little oh bit. Oh, my God. He won a Super Bowl in Philly. Yeah, They're might injured, be, too. A Super might Bowl be wearing in Philly. off. They're injured, too. You win a Super Bowl in Philly. He was running his mouth last week. We're going to go into Dallas, and when we leave, we're going to be in first place. Ridiculous. Cowboys win by 27. Told you they gonna, I told you they were going to get beat down. You did. You you called that. Mm-hmm. You did say Dallas. Much different team when Tyron Smith is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Big finish. Next. Listen, you can't ever make Philly fans happy, right? You win a Super Bowl, and nope. it still doesn't make them happy. Uh, here's what I'll guarantee. I guarantee you'll be happy with your service from Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. I guarantee it. They come to your house. They check up your entire system. Make sure there's no big flaws. They'll ta- they'll give you great information, all the diagnostic information you could possibly need to make a great decision moving forward. Do you need an upgrade here? Do you need a new part there? Do you need a replacement here? They'll give you great financing options. Right now, though, join the Comfort Club. This is the time of year you need to be joining the Comfort Club. They check. They give you your house a checkup twice a year. Right now is the time because you're about to head in. You just finished the hot season where the AC unit's working overtime, and you're about to head in to the really cool areas of the calendar where your pipes are working overtime and the heater's working overtime. You need to make sure all that stuff is, is, is up to date, refreshed, ready to go, healthy, smooth, working smoothly and efficiently. It'll save you money in the short term. It'll definitely save you money in the long term. This is why Spring Hill Heating and Cooling has never had a, a bad customer complaint ever. I mean, I don't know. Don't fact, fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure they've literally are batting a thousand. And, and listen, it's, 
this is a company that's locally owned, and they've expanded double the size of their company because you've rewarded them with their business because they've done such a good job taking care of your homes that they now have a second office out there on the west side on Highway 100, Highway 100 south of Dixon. So check them out, Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. We're not using the other guys anymore. We only use them. SpringHillAC.com is a website. SpringHillAC.com. We've had a big show. Time for a big finish on Morning Drive. That is correct. Time for the big finish. We do it each and every day at 945 here on Morning Drive. And the big finish, Braden Gall, brought to you by... Nashville SC did not win the uh, Easter Conference Championship, but man, they finished second place. Congratulations on a great year. So Nashville Soccer Club, NashvilleSC.com is the home for all uh, your ticket needs for MLS inaugural season next year. NashvilleSC.com. And they got a playoff game coming up. Really cool stuff. Great season by Nashville SC. Hollywood, let's get to the rewind. And we welcome you into a Monday edition of Morning Drive, ESPN 102.5 The Game. I won't be a prisoner of the moment and say that Ryan Tannehill saved the season, but I do think Ryan Tannehill yesterday extended the season, at least for one week, with a really tremendous performance. And I personally would just like to thank the Tennessee Titans and say welcome back and rejoining the National Football League as an offensive team. Welcome back, welcome back. From what I've seen, each time he's been in a game, going back to the preseason, I know that was against second and when he was playing, it was probably against second teamers. But when he's in a game, the offense looks different. It runs different. He gets to his assignments quicker. He gets to the routes quicker. He, he's not scared with trying to put the ball in there. He believes in his arm, and he doesn't. He, he's not scared with trying to get the ball in the tight places. I think the offense flows much better when Tannehill is in the game. Not to say that he's the savior of this team, and he's the end-all, be-all, and he might have a stretch where, you know, for four or five games he plays well, and then, you know, he doesn't play well. But I think Arthur Smith is not afraid to call plays when Ryan's in the game. He's not afraid to to do some things that he probably wouldn't have done had Marcus was in the game. Go out and do it again. Yesterday was great. Show us week in and week out because what's the argument with Marcus? Well, we see it once every now and then. He plays against a bad team and he, and he lights them up and then there's no consistency. That's the concern with Marcus Mariota. We saw him do this, what Ryan Tannehill did yesterday, a couple of weeks ago. Literally three games ago, he, he lit up a bad defense and, and they got a win. I need to see it now from Tannehill against good defenses, against high-level teams, consistently week in and week out. I did see one Charger fan at about 11.30 at night sitting on the walking bridge by himself. Did you go check on him? Um, he, he was breathing. He was oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was sitting upright. His eyes were open. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if he knew where he was. You sure it wasn't uh, Melvin Gordon? I don't I don't think he had any clue where he was. Did he have a Sean Merriman jersey on? Yeah. Uh, no, he had on a... That's lights out. I think he had 17, so I think it was Rivers. Right? Rivers is 17, right? Yeah. Was it a black guy with dreads posing as Phillip Rivers? Because no. it could have been um, Gordon sitting on the bridge. <laughs> trying, to get, trying to get that new contract? Speaking of no Rivers. No fumbling the ball. No, this was... This was a frumpy white dude. <laughs> this was, speaking was, speaking of frumpy white dudes, uh, Joe Dubin from Channel 4 with a tweet of the day yesterday says, I'm expecting the game to be sold out because all of Philip Rivers' children will actually be in attendance. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have <laughs> went there. Uh, I mean, Philip Rivers has more kids than Sean uh, Kemp. Yeah. Philip Rivers here for Cool Springs MD. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not going 9-7 and seven in the AFC West, I'm doing the deed. <laughs> I'm making babies. 
So the tweet that the Titans sent, sent out yesterday after the goal line stand, stand and the win, a couple minutes go by, and I'm assuming somebody gets a really smart, clever idea mm-hmm. in the Titans facility, and they send out a tweet. Nick will now perform a dramatic interpretation. <laughs> I don't want them to gain another yard. They cross that line of scrimmage. I'm going to take each and every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. We welcome in our pal Corey Curtis from News 2. Give the quarterback time, you run the football, you cut out negative plays, and good things can happen. Ryan Tannehill played like a pro, and his line played like a pro in front of him, and, you know, we, we, it was it was similar to what we saw against the Falcons, and they made plays down the field, and it's just, you know, it's, it's boring to say that it all goes together, but it all goes together. Well, let's go to Knoxville as we welcome in our pal Wes Rucker. They see how much better that team's gotten on the line of scrimmage. I mean, they're frustrated um, you know, with the way it ended, but I think Garantano's the one taking a lot of the blame for that, to be honest with you. They, they just, they've seen him make those kind of mistakes before, so that's where things kind of are now, but I, I think in general, now there's still frustration over those first two losses of the season. Those are still there and they're still haunting kind of everything, but I don't think anyone can doubt how much this team has improved throughout the year, and, and I think they see some reasons to believe. It's just, you know, they just hate the way it ended, but, you know, those are games that over the past dozen years, Bama's found ways to win, and Tennessee's found ways to lose and that's just kind of how it's going to be until they change the culture Jared Garantano should not play another snap the rest of this year why does no one else on your offense know what you're about to run he basically ad-libbed and said you know what I'm going to take it into my own hands and then I'm going to expose the ball at the goal line down 14 would have been a seven point game Trayvon Diggs runs it back 108 yards, and, and it's a 21-point game, and the game's over. And then people got to lose their mind on Twitter about, you know, Jeremy Pruitt over, you know, oh, slightly tugging the face mask. I don't want to hear anymore, oh, these are kids. This is the SEC. This is big boy football. This isn't Pop Warner. If Jeremy Pruitt did that to a 9-year-old, I'd have an issue. He was supposed to be a strength of this team. He's been nothing but a liability, and he decides to say, you know what? I'm going to play backyard football, and I'm going to, you know, damn Jim Chaney, damn Pruitt. I'm just going to go up and over, and I'm going to to cost my team a chance to compete in the fourth quarter. Thanks a lot, JG. And right now, Darren McFarland here to talk Preds for a couple of minutes. Look, you can't play from behind all the time. Like, it's nice. And I remember last week I came on and told you guys, like, look, this team is the best third-period team in the league. Well, that continues to be that way. It's, like, not even close. They have 19 goals in the third period, which is not even – second place has 12 which is great, right? Which means you can provide comeback. You have that spark, that energy when you need it. But the problem is, kind of going back to what I said before, a lot of those cases it's because you're constantly battling back and from behind. And that's a recipe in an 82-game season for disaster. It's just going to end poorly more times than not. You don't want to be playing from behind all the time. Boomer Sooner, it fell out Dude, there. That yeah. was a, I, that's the funniest thing I've seen all weekend. Over. <laughs> I'm glad nobody was hurt this day. Gus Johnson's like, boy, that was scary. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Oklahoma rolling. Partner, Joe Clatt. Norman, Oklahoma. He does kind of speak in like, he just like yells words at you. <laughs> C.D. Lamb. Had a lamb. lamb chop last night, partner. <laughs> they know how to cook meat down here in the Big 12. Ha-ha! <laughs> Derek Mason. 
That's our Derek Mason. Fired up. And that is the morning drive daily rewind. There, there's a lot of dude in the studio right now. A lot of, of dudes. dudes. Yeah. So many dudes in here. A lot of testosterone. Brodo yes. 2019. We're all going to be trying out for Cody Parkey's job. <laughs> Doink. Uh, all right. That's it for us. Have a great rest of your Monday. Stay tuned. Darren, Donick, and Chase are coming up next. And as one man once famously said when he signs off on his social media posts, I'm just saying, take care. Bailey DJ Nashville, I love you.